The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Amir Simyar is on the line and we're going to talk about his book, The Magical Clean Sewer. Good afternoon, Amir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much and thanks for having me. I greatly appreciate it, Toby. What was it that inspired you to write The Magical Clean Sewer and was it inspired by your background? I was inspired to write the story from this idea I had for an animated project at a very uh, at a very early age. It's about chicks and cola, two hamster morphs that live inside of a magical clean sewer. The story is unique in a way because it has never been told by anyone before. Uh, you know, these hamsters, they're no ordinary hamsters. They are more created by the pet trade. Their grandparents basically managed to escape their captivity as they settled in a magical clean sewer where they have access to food every day compared to city rodents, you know, who usually eat uh, every three days. As, you know, the inspiration came, I guess, as a kid, I was always inspired to know what it was like inside of the sewer, looking at the lid from above. At times, I used to see rodents, you know, crawl up from the sewer thinking what life was like down there for those residents. Uh, you know how it is when you're a kid and you want to open up that lid, climb into the sewer and explore as you find it fascinating, yeah. but you're still living with a slight touch of hesitation because it's the unknown. You know, on top of that, a sewer lid is too heavy for a, for a kid to live. Trust me, you know, I tried it. Then when I started writing scripts at an early age, I adapted a vision of a magical world below a lid that no one saw was possible. And the story was adapted in such a way that I became commercially attracted to an audience as, as the years went by. And that's what's going to make the, you know, show into success because it's the world created for those who like to dream. You know, at the end of the day, I was never able to lift that lid as a kid to get an actual vision by yeah. using my imagination. I pictured how life was, that, was, was down there those rodents and that's how basically I developed the story yeah Toby I'm gonna tell you something and this is this 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 is like I mean this is a real story uh, there was an elderly person that once approached me in, a, in in the city I've never met him before never had any contact with him but he had seen the show uh, you know the animated TV show before you know the book was going to be released he had seen the animated TV show on YouTube and he approached me and you know his exact words to me was that you know he's seen the show on YouTube and 
and he thought he was great, very educational. And he said that I hope that you 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 get an Oscar for your achievement one day. But on top of that, just leaving all of that behind of uh, you know how great the show is, he asked me, "What is your story re- really about?" And you know, I told him, "If you look at the context, you know, the concept of the magical uh, clean sewer, it basically gives children the inspiration that they can come from any kind of background and be- become whatever they wish to become in life. There's really nothing that can stop your goals if you put your mind up to it or work on your craft properly." He looked at me and said, "You know, uh, I wish you the best of luck. It's one of the best stories that I've seen in my lifetime." That was his exact words. And as I said, like I never seen him, and you know, he thought I never seen him. I never met him before, and he also thought that he was an inspirational story. That's true about the sewer lids being so heavy, isn't it? Because I've tried to lift one as well. It's so heavy; it requires two people at least. I know, but you know how it is. Like as I said, when you're a kid, you you always you know you see rodents crawl up and down the sewer, and you it, it was like a magical world. Like I don't know yeah. what it was, but I always had a fascination about this. So I always wondered, you know, is there is there like you know a, a life down there, and how do they live? And that's like you know the imagination I used later on when I started developing my own story. You have a big background in dentistry and filmmaking and storytelling. How did that diverse background and experience? contribute to the book? Everything I do in life, I try to do it with uh, with perfection, whether it's dentistry, filmmaking, or writing a, b- a book. I'm passionate about everything I do. So by using certain aspects of dentistry, I, uh, you know, I did so that the book became educational for, for children. By using my vision from a director's point of view, I created the best art, artwork I could for children to, be, uh, to view as they read the book page by page. And then I used my skills as a screenwriter to write the book so that children would enjoy the story of the clean sewer. I've been a storyteller since a young kid. I have received multiple outstanding achievement awards for my poetry by the Library of Congress. I've also received multiple awards in, in Vegas because, you know, uh, of this achievement. Uh, you know, I'm a published poet. So my storytelling, it started as a poet, basically. And then based on that, I built on to become a, you know, scriptwriter, etc., etc., basically. Yeah. And is there an educational message behind the book about dental hygiene yeah it is you know there's it is educational part of the book is educational the the book teaches children the importance of brushing twice a day morning and at night and it will inspire the child basically brush their teeth properly and and that toothbrushing is fun and not boring it should be something that every you know toothbrushing is, is something that every child should look forward to in the morning when they wake up and before they go to sleep at night in my clinic i have a lot of older people that come to me, not necessarily old by age, but they always tell me that, you know, if they, uh, you know, that they, they always tell me when they come to my clinic that they teach should not be in the condition that they uh, that, that it is in, had they been informed about proper oral hygiene at an early age. That's what gave me the inspiration to write this book. And I wrote it in a, in a way so that they would emphasize the importance of toothbrushing. And I kept it simple and to a minimum so that children would not, would not get bored by 
by the story and think that it's only about dental hygiene. Don't get me wrong. They, dental hygiene is very important, but I still want them to see the magical world that I created and also enjoy the entertainment aspect of the whole story. I want to give them a vision of this tour that, uh, that I created because at the end of the day, yes, my work is very educational, but at the same time, my stories are entertaining. And how do you manage to make children look forward to brushing their teeth? Because that sounds impossible. It's just a part of the day that has to be done and is mundane. Unless you really like the taste of your toothpaste, why would you look forward to it? Because um, there's a a toothpaste and fluoride song that is incorporated into, um, you know, uh, this story. It's called the toothpaste and fluoride song. I'm actually right now scouting for theatrical singer that can sing the song. I plan on releasing it as a single, uh, you know, parts of the song were placed in the in the book as poetry. But, you know, that toothpaste and fluoride song, when they read it, that will basically teach them how to properly brush their teeth uh, twice a day. And yeah. I did actually a couple of test records. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You don't know how to brush properly if you're using a manual toothbrush. If you're using an electrical toothbrush, it does the circular movements for you automatically. But yeah. most people don't do it until, you know, they get that advice from a dentist. So that's basically the edu- edu- educational aspect uh, of putting together a theatrical song. And as I said, part of that theatrical song is in the book as poetry, basically. It's called the Toothpaste and Fluoride Song. Do you think there's a lack of awareness generally, both in children and adults, about brushing your teeth effectively? Because 
when I was growing up, at school I remember constantly being taught about how to properly brush your teeth. We would even brush our teeth during school sometimes. And yet people often don't know how to do it properly. And also, you see polls and stuff. Everybody knows you're meant to brush your teeth twice a day, but some people only do it once or not at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, there is a lack of, I mean, I wouldn't say that a lack of education. Some people, like most people, know that they should brush at least twice. The thing that people do not know, that patients that come to me, what they do not know is that you should floss once a day. And some people don't know how to floss, basically. Like they don't, they don't know the importance of flossing on a daily. And uh, when it comes to fluoride use, basically, that's, that's where the lack of knowledge is. Everybody knows basically how to brush twice, but some ignore it. And some people, they don't want to do it because they have jobs that, that, that really doesn't give them the time. By the time they get home, you know, their shifts are so, uh, are so heavy that by the time they get home, they're exhausted and they don't want to brush at night. They brush one time in the morning before going to work. So that's how it is. I mean, I think that, you know, education is the key to teaching people about oral hygiene and the, the, you know if you go on your six months recall to a dentist I think you should be fine For people that don't know how do you floss and what is the importance of it? Well I mean basically everybody like I mean not everybody but flossing is what I, what I, what I recommend all my patients is to use floss sticks because most people they use the string and when you use the string you have to angulate it in different, in different directions and it becomes very very hard by using uh, a dental floss, the, the string, it, it, it makes it very hard in the, uh, in, in the molar region to, uh, to basically get in between the tooth and make it clean. But if you, you use floss sticks, it's easy, very easy to angulate it. And I've had a few patients that, you know, they said, you know, we, we can't just get, a, get the hang of the string, the, the dental floss. It's, it's not working for us. And I always recommend that if you use the floss stick, it's going to work and you, you're not going to have any problems with, with getting in between the posterior teeth and cleaning that out and they they feel that you know the bad breath and everything started disappearing and everything that they thought was like they thought they was doing something uh, some mistakes while toothbrushing while the whole case was that there was nothing wrong with the toothbrushing it was just the fact that the bad breath came from food that had been stuck in between the teeth that they had no knowledge of that you know you you can get rid of that by flossing on a daily so going back to the book the magical clean sewer is there a message that you'd hope the parents would take away from it? Well, um, I know that, you know, the message is going to, you know, convey to the, convey to the parents because they will basically, as I'm, from what, what I think is that they will come to love the book because they will probably no longer have problems trying to convince the kids to brush their teeth twice a day after the kids start, you know, singing the toothpaste uh, um, and fluoride, fluoride song. On top of that, I think that the whole family will enjoy a unique story about a magical sewer. The book will teach children about hygiene and teamwork because it took a team of hamsters to build and maintain a clean sewer. Um, you know, it's very educational. Uh, if, if you look at it, it, it teaches you basically uh, about a clean environment and how important it is. It's not just about toothbrushing, but I try to emphasize toothbrushing because, as I said, a lot of my patients that come to me, they told me if we would have had, you know, somebody that gave us information at a young age about oral hygiene, then we would have been better at it. So that's the inspiration I took from, I took that inspiration from what my patients tell me and I incorporated into a book to give them the knowledge at an early age um, as an educational entertainment, as educational entertainment. And once they grow up, they will automatically come to realize how important oral hygiene is. Did 
did you feel a particular pressure when you're writing books for children to teach them about oral hygiene? I guess there's a lot of pressure on that because that's an important lesson in their life. Well, I mean, you know, I I, I don't think I, I felt any pressure uh, because, you know, I didn't overdo it. I kept it to a minimum. As I said, like most of the projects that I have, my projects are basically entertainment. And I actually, I was having a discussion with a, with a film producer and he said, Amir, like, what is your, what, what is, what is your, uh, you know, what is the purpose of you writing these kind of stories? And I said, you know, my, my stories are, are, are pure entertainment. That's, that's what I, I want it to be fun for children and adults to watch, basically. So no, I didn't feel any pressure. I just emphasized it, not too much, but still in, in a way so that uh, you you know that the message would get through to the audience. So, do you have plans to write another book after this one? Yeah, of course. Uh, I have a follow-up book coming. Uh, you know, and I can tell you already. You know, the name of it. Uh, I call it the Super League. Um, it's enter- it's mostly entertainment with a slight with, with a slight touch of education. Um, uh, it's the second book in the franchise because you know I have to have a follow-up book. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we have uh, the larger anime episodes of Kicks and Cola that will hopefully be produced and distributed world worldwide. Um, on on the shorts, you know, I feel like on the shorts I can only give the audience a vision. However, in the larger episodes, I'm going to be able to give my audience a big picture. Also, the quality of production for the TV show uh, will also be better than, you know, than, than what I've produced so far. But, uh, you know, I can tell you like this, the book has nothing to do with the TV show. The book is actually an adaptation of the TV show, but this stories that we tell in the in the TV show we're not going to tell that in the in the book as well because then it will make it boring for the for the audience if they've already seen it on the on on TV then that same story will not be displayed in the book we always try to have a different stories whether it's, whether it's, whether it's an episode that we do or whether it's a book that we give out so that it's always something new that they come in contact with when they read about Kicks and Cola the magical story of the clean sewer well in the meantime where are we able to find your book the Magical Clean Sewer? Well, you can find it uh, on Amazon. Uh, you can find it on uh, Waterstones. Uh, you name it, you, you, you can, you know, uh, order it from anywhere. And uh, the, the website is live, so it's possible to order it. And it's up for pre-sale, uh, pre-sale right now. Uh, a pre-order, sorry. It's up for pre-order right now. And it will be out. The physical book will be released um, on October 15th, basically. Excellent. Well, Many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having you on. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.